on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Foley. One bad inning from Eric Lauer. Continued defensive mistakes from the Brewers. And that leads to a 9-3 loss tonight in Miami. It evens up the series at a game apiece. Rubber game of the match coming up tomorrow afternoon. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. We'll have you till uh, 10 o'clock this evening. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me if you'd like, at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine will be joining me in just a few moments. To me, this one's pretty simple. The Brewers, uh, they can't get a lot done offensively. Three runs on eight hits, and then they have the one letdown from Eric Lauer where he made some mistakes there in the fourth inning, and Miami takes advantage of them, as mentioned. A couple more errors for the Brewers today. Also some plays that are not made that don't go down as errors, but certainly uh, were opportunities to be able to make plays that they didn't, and you put all that in a barrel, and out comes a loss for the Brewers today. And it, it's getting to a point where these defensive miscues—we've seen it the entire road trip—they're they're getting worrisome. They're a better defensive team than this, but their fielding has not been good since they left Milwaukee. Again, if you want to join us, you can do so. 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Jerry Augustine joins me next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Nine three. Brewers fall in Miami. Series is now even at a game apiece. Brewers Extra Innings it does it continue here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to join us, you can do so, 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. Let's bring in former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine. And, Augie, this was a game, I said it earlier, I feel like this game was decided for really two reasons. One bad inning for Eric Lauer and the continued uh, mistakes and miscues and fielding errors that the Brewers have made throughout the course of this entire road trip. Let's start with the first part of that equation. Eric Lauer just all of a sudden kind of lost it there in the fourth inning when Miami scores four runs and they hit three home runs in that inning. What did you see from Lauer in that fourth? Well, you know, he starts out the game, and I I think the one thing I noticed is he was really going deeper in the counts than he usually does. Usually he's getting ahead of hitters, and he's putting them away early. Early in that first inning, he was going – he had a couple of times when he had three ball counts. He's going a little bit deeper, trying to find his – his fastball a little bit more, although he had pretty good location. The one thing that's been his strength that he has had is the ability to take those secondary pitches from his fastball, which makes his fastball so good, and command those for strikes. He didn't do that in that fourth inning. He he got a uh, a 1-0 cutter that was up a little bit to Aguilar, and Aguilar did a nice job of hitting a home run. Then he a fastball he made a mistake on Solar, and we know what Solar does with fastballs. He's a good fastball hitter, and then Last time, the three different pitches actually was a cutter to Aguilar, a fastball to Solar, and then a, a slider that he got up to Anderson. He was able to hit the ball in the ballpark, gave him that four-run lead. Kind of unusual for him because the one thing he's been able to do with his strengths is keep his breaking ball, his off-speed stuff in good locations, and really use that fastball to advantage. 
that inning he got away from himself a little bit. Are you what what happens? I'm sure it happened to you more than once in your career where you were in a game and everything was rolling along just fine and then all of a sudden you have a bad inning where just nothing goes right and then you lock it back in and you continue kind of on the path you were on before. What what happens in those days where it's not that you lose it but you lose it for just a moment? You know, I think today in, in today's case, what we've seen out, seen out of Eric is his total control, really in good command of all his pitches, right from inning one. And I, I thought early in the game with him struggling a little bit with going three ball counts, and uh, he had his good breaking ball, still could get his breaking ball over, but didn't have that good command of that high fastball that he usually had. And I think sometimes when that happens, he got through those first three innings, retiring nine out of the first ten. I think he gave up a, a base, uh, base hit to Alvaro Garcia. He was throwing the ball very well, but that last inning, he just made mistakes up over the plate. And I think when you, you look at, at hitters that, and make, you make pitches in certain counts, when you're behind, you make bad pitches, they're going to hit it. And I think that's exactly what he did. I think he got that, that cutter up a little bit too high to Aguilar, and Aguilar did a nice job of hitting the ball in the ballpark. And then Solari just got the fastball. He's ahead one, two, thought he'd get a high fastball. I don't think he got that ball up enough, and he was able to get a ball in the ballpark. And then, of course, the slider, which he made a mistake on the out over the plate rather than getting that ball down and in. Those things happen from time to time, and I think when you're struggling to know exactly getting that good comfort level in a game to find that consistency, you have a tendency to overthrow, make some bad pitches, and I think that's what happened in the fourth inning. He's been striking out a lot of guys, and he ended up with seven strikeouts today, which is a respectable total. But when you look at his swing and miss rate today, uh, he got five swings and misses against the slider, but just 38% of the swings were swings and misses. So an okay number, not a great percentage. Uh, Beyond that, only got one swing and a miss on the cutter, only got one swing and a miss on the curveball. Uh, Did get three swings and misses on his four-seam fastball of the 15 swings that he induced on it. But Augie, it feels like the swings and misses were not what they normally are with Lauer. I, I think the one thing with Eric that has been a success is his confidence in being able to locate his pitches when he wants to. You know, we've seen a lot of a, a lot of times striking out with that good fastball up, but it's up and away or it's up in the inner half. It's never up right over the plate, and he's had a lot of success with that. And then with that slider, when he's able to command that good cut fastball down and in or that slider down and in, down in the zone, getting it for strikes off, a right-hander's back foot, they sometimes call it, or away from a lefty, that makes him just that much better, and it makes that fastball better. And I think that's one thing where his strength has been. Location with his off-speed pitches have really made his fastball that much better of a pitch. He still locates his fastball very well, but I think his secondary location with his breaking balls, his, his slider, his cutter, have really helped him with that fastball. And I think that's where he struggled a little bit today. Brewers fall short. They lose to Miami by a 9-3 score. Again, if you want to join us, you can do so. 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. We'll continue on in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Brewers lose in Miami. Three-game series even at a game apiece. Rubber game of the match coming up tomorrow afternoon. My name's Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine here as well. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That's the AccuNet Mortgage talk and text line or tweet at me, 
at Matt Pauley on air. Augie, I got to ask you about this because we had a delay in this game when the umpires lost track of the count. And there was a weird play where they called a strike and on a check swing, which it wasn't even a check swing. The Brewers benefited from the call, but in no world was that a swing. And then uh, the Marlins assistant hitting coach ends up getting tossed from the game, and they don't know what the count is, and they have to call back into New York for them to re-watch the entire sequence. The umpires thought it was 3-2. It was actually 2-2. I, I know they're human, and I know stuff like that happens. And Lord knows if I was an umpire, I would be doing stupid stuff like that. But I'm not an umpire. You just It's such a bad look when moments like those occur. Well, you know, it's the change in the game of baseball, Matt. You, you remember when we were, uh, I, I believe before we could go back and uh, use review and find out what the counts are and all that stuff, most of the umpires would keep a clicker on the count. At least one or two of them would during the game. If it, usually, I think, when I, I played, I remember – I think it was the second base umpire would also keep track of the balls and strikes right with the umpire. And then, you know, you had a pretty good idea of what was going on. But in today's game, they don't do that anymore because the umpire at home, if there was ever an issue, they could go back to review. And unfortunately, today it, it happened with the umpire that he, with, that, with the swing, which I think everybody would think it was not a swing, uh, really got in and made uh, – really everybody got a little uh, – discombobulated there. The umpires didn't know because they didn't have their little clickers uh, keep count, so they had to go back. It was kind of embarrassing, I think, for the umpires, but that, the main thing was is they got it right. But we don't see that too often, and hopefully won't see that too much more. I didn't, I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize until today that umpires had not really been using the clickers as much. Like, um, there's things I do to create a backup in my in my world. Like if we lose the connection that I am speaking on right now, Augie, I have another connection that I can that I can get booted up real quick, and we can get back on the air. Like all of us in our jobs have backups to what we're doing. Why in the world would umpires not still have the clickers? Well, I think since review's been for a while, I think it's been a you know you go over a period of time and you never see never think of, you know, why would we ever have to go back and, and talk about a count or go in because some, most of the time that would be something we can go back and review. I think review just changed it. And I think what happened is I think there's a lot of umpires, veteran umpires that did use it for a, a period of time, a year or two. But now with, with television and the review, uh, you got, you, they feel the backup is, is the, is being able to go and review and get it done. Right. So it happened. It was funny. It, Usually shouldn't happen, but uh, the main thing is they got it right, and uh, uh, the game was to be able to proceed. Brewers commit two errors today. There maybe you know there was a there was a double play ball that doesn't get turned. Like there was there were some things that happened, some mistakes defensively. And Augie, this entire road trip, the Brewers have really kicked it around a bit. We've also seen they they also had the game where Luis Urias dove for that ball, and Christian Yelich had a great diving play, and Tyrone Taylor had the great play out in right field. So it hasn't been all bad to be fair, but also there's been a lot of errors, and it's been impacting the game, and it's it's getting to a point like if you go through two, three games where you're struggling in the field, that's one thing. But for these struggles to be going on a week plus, for me, that's alarming. It is. And, you know, and it's just funny. I, I don't know if you think it's going on these longer road trips to start the season, these three-city game, three city road trips, nine-game road trips, if that's part of it, you know, getting adjusted to that early in the season. But uh, it, it, they have been making errors. But it's not only the errors they've been making the field. There's been some what they actually call that don't show up in the column as an error, 
Hakeem errors. They haven't been playing as sharp as they have been. And I, you look at this ball club, and that's one place thing place that they re- credit, really credit themselves. They're going to be a good, solid defensive club. But I agree with you. I, I think on this road trip, I think this is as sloppy as I've seen this ball club this year so far in the young in the young season. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they how they react to this, how they come back. Tomorrow's a big game for them. They can still win a series here, which is very important, and see how they do in the next few games going back home and then going back on the back on the road right away for a big three city road trip. So it's gonna be kinda of interesting to see how they handle it. Brandon Woodruff set to make the start tomorrow, Augie, and we've talked about him a million times. Fastball command there, he's going to have a good day. If the fastball command is not there, he might not have a good day. And unfortunately for Woodruff, he has struggled at times with that command this year. Yeah, you know, the last game out, I thought Woody was trying something a little different. Facing a team back-to-back every once in a while, how do you make adjustments? And I'm always a believer that you go out and you be your best and you let the team adjust to you as a pitcher. That's your job. And I, But I think sometimes you go out there and you – you feel that, you know what, I'm going to show them something early and hopefully that'll, that'll get me in the right, right groove for the game and I can throw a good ball game against them. And I think that's what he did against Cincinnati. We saw a lot of change-ups. A lot of times when you see uh, Woody go right after people with the fastball, he was throwing a change-up, trying to incor- figure out how do, how do I incorporate that change-up into my repertoire to make me a better pitcher. And I think it, it, did, I think it backfired a little bit on Woody. And I think he acknowledged that after the game. He's got to go back to who he is. And I think tomorrow you're going to come out, you're going to see a guy who's going to go back to the fastball, use the fastball, although be able to use that changeup effectively and his breaking ball. But I agree with you. Fastball location, dominance with the fastball. He's a power-style guy. He commands a strike zone in all four quadrants, but the fastball is so important. And he's going to have to do it against this good uh, Miami team. All right, Augie, good stuff as always. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. All right, looking forward to a big game for him. Got to come back with a series win. Big game. There's Jerry Augustine joining us here on Brewers Extra Innings. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620, the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Have a couple texts to uh, get to. Also, a player is headed to the injured list after today's game. We'll tell you who that is. We'll do that next. It's Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Falling. Brewers lose in Miami to the Marlins. Brewers extra innings rolling on here on WTMJ. Want to join us? You can do so. Calling, texting, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. A text message from the 262 says, uh, what's the latest on Keston Hira? Will he be coming back anytime soon? The roster doesn't really have a spot for him here at the moment, more because of who he is as a defensive player. Um, he, he can play first and second. But I mean, when Luis Urias came back, that changed the makeup of the roster. And, and don't forget, Andrew McCutcheon's going to be returning at some point relatively soon. Probably on this next homestand is when uh, McCutcheon is going to get back. Now, that being said, Keston here is doing everything you could ask of him at AAA Nashville. He has appeared in five games at Nashville. Here are his numbers. He's hit 421. He has three home runs. He has 10 RBIs, and he has an ungodly 1,400 OPS. So he is doing everything. 
Now, there are some people out there who, are, who hear that and say, well, then why is he not in Milwaukee? Let me play devil's advocate on this one a little bit here. It's nothing new. He's always he's always put up really good numbers against AAA. The only time he's ever not put up good numbers at AAA is when he's gone there and he's been concentrating on making a change in his swing, and that has resulted in him not having a lot of success. When he's just being Keston Hira at AAA, the numbers are are ridiculous. Just. His his career OPS at AAA is close to a thousand, and again that includes some time in there where he did struggle when he was trying to fight through uh, some swing issues, a swing that works at AAA but didn't work at the big league. So he was trying to fix the swing at AAA, knowing that if he just did what he's always done at AAA, he could have success. So I, I think it's a I think it's a quandary when it comes to Hira, because he has yet to prove that he can do it at the big league level. I don't really know what he gets out of hitting 400 against AAA pitching, but also I don't know what he gets out of sitting on the bench in the big leagues. I get, eh, he's still developing. Like I always say development doesn't stop just because you get to the big leagues. But for him, at some point I do wonder, does it make sense for him to be in another organization and an organization that can give him every day at bats because that's not the Brewers. Now that being said... What are you going to get for him at this point? A guy who has, uh, you know, a career 240 average at, at the major league level, right? I, I just so it's a it's a really tough spot for everybody to be in, and outside of injury or outside of the roster alignment changing, where they go with one less bullpen pitcher that they have right now, I, I just I, I don't know where you find a spot for him on the roster. Doug text in, says, losing to a left-hander again. No need to talk about it. That's old news. Wanted to say something positive. It's a new Doug. Wanted to say something positive. I kid, Doug. You know I appreciate your text messages. Hunter Renfro strikes out too much, uh, but he's reminding me so much of an old favorite brewer and Rob Deere. Lower average, but amazing power. Great arm. So I guess I'll live with the strikeouts. Yeah, Renfro's putting up good numbers. He hits the home run uh, today. Uh, I mean, his batting average isn't anything special at this point. But you look at uh, 237 average, nine home runs, 15 RBIs. OPS is sitting uh, at 780. When we break that down a little bit more uh, against lefties, he's hitting 258 with five home runs and eight RBIs. Righties, he's hitting 230 with four home runs and seven RBIs. That's actually what I was kind of worried about when the team acquired him about the righty lefty splits. He's, especially from a power standpoint, he's done an okay job against right handers compared to what he's doing against left handers, and that's been a, a little bit of a bonus. Guys strike out in Major League Baseball. That's just, it's part of. It's part of life. That's uh, You have to kind of get used to that now. And his strikeout numbers, 35 strikeouts and 118 at-bats. So that's not, that's not horrendous. It's not good, but uh, it's, not, uh, it's not horrendous either. So I agree with you, Doug. I think he's absolutely worth the strikeouts. And he has so far outplayed the expectations I had of him because, again, I was worried about the lefty-righty stuff, and that hasn't really been an issue for him so far. All right, we'll get the post-game comments of manager Craig Council. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
A 9-3 loss for the Brewers today in Miami. It evens up the series at a game apiece. Back at it tomorrow afternoon. Brandon Woodruff will make the start in the series finale. 12.41st pitch tomorrow. Coverage at 12.05 on Sister Station, 94.5 ESPN. We'll be back on ESPN tomorrow as the Bucks and Celtics play a Game 7 in their series. All right, let's uh, hear from manager Craig Council. He spoke just a little while ago. Opened up his uh, thoughts talking about Eric Lauer and specifically uh, what happened during that four-run fourth inning. Yeah, I mean, he made bad pitches, um, and, and they made him pay for it, um, with, not with singles, but with homers. Um, you know, I, mean, I think if you look at all three pitches, they were pitches he didn't put where he wanted to. Um, and it was, it was, you know, the middle of their lineup, and they put good swings on it, and, and we got where we are. Did they get a little more aggressive in that fourth inning, kind of after taking some pitches early in counts that it's like they were just jumping on them, or was it just... No, I don't, I wouldn't... I wouldn't say that was it. Um, you know, they hit they hit middle pitches. He's done. I mean, up until tonight, he's done such a good job of limiting that hard. Yeah, pitch. I mean, he pitched. You know, he he did a nice job in the the rest of the, that inning. Um, you know, they unfortunately Sanchez kind of got a ball through the just. You know, we were shifted, and he got a ball through, and the, and the Anderson homer, um, he came out and did a nice job in the fifth. Um, you know, got Aguilar and Solar, struck them out, uh, Solaire. Um, and, and he's he's pitching well. He just uh, he just made some mistakes tonight, and they made it pay for him. Speaking of mistakes, that uh, Luis error. Yeah, that was a big play for sure. I mean, that's a double play. Um and uh, you know it's it's a four-one game at that point. Double play, man on third, uh, and that inning snowballed, and and um, you know not much good happened. Um, but that's you know we left two outs on there. We left an out uh, on the table with the, the the Willie play. So that you know we're getting six outs that inning, and that's that's why you score four runs. Kind of similar to last night, early home run, and Rogers just kind of settled in. What did you see from him? Well, we, you know, we 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 swung the bats okay against him. I mean, Lopez was great. Um, I, I thought we swung the bats okay. Uh, we, we lined out twice in the fourth. Um, you know, that could have been a, that that was kind of the inning that you know we put some good swings on the ball and just hit hit them at people. Um, you know, we got them out. We got them out of the game, but um, you know, we didn't. You know that then the six that it kind of fell apart for us anyway. I mean, on uh, on the other side of the ball. Do you have an update on Yandel? Yeah, right, Hammy. Um, it's it's going to be an IL. Yeah, we're going to lose him. It uh, he, he um, it's going to be he got a pretty good. Yeah, you missed what he was saying there, right there. That you know, Gustave did suffer a right hamstring injury. He's headed to the uh, injured list, so a move will be made prior to tomorrow's game. Brewers lose 9-3. How does it all go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 9-3, Brewers lose to the Marlins. Pitching matchup today, Eric Lauer going for the crew. Trevor Rogers starting for the Marlins. It was a good start for the Brewers. The second batter of the game is Willie Adamas. The 0-1. 
And that is turned on to deep left field. And this ball is way back there. Willie Adamas, bye-bye baseball. one nothing. Brewers have the lead. It would stay that way until the fourth inning. And that one's, that's when things kind of go haywire for the Brewers. It starts with a former Brewer in Jesus Aguilar. And it was wind up Lowers 1-0. Swung on it at high in the air. Deep, deep left center. Back goes Kane onto the track. Turning around, watching it go. Goodbye. And we are tied on another solo home run by Jesus Aguilar in this series. Not tied for long. Next hitter is Jorge Soler. Now 1-2 tip. Swung on hit high in the air and deep in the left center. Is this getting out? Taylor's watching it go. It does. Gone. And it's back-to-back by Aguilar and Soler. Eric Lauer gets the next two outs thanks to a Garrett Cooper ground out and an Avisayo Garcia ground out. But then Jesus Sanchez with a base hit, and it brings up Brian Anderson. Stretch and the pitch. Lauer swinging a high deep drive to left field, way, way back. Taylor will just watch this one fly up and out for the third home run of the inning. Brian Anderson, a two-run shot. That would be the only thing, that, that inning right there is the only blemish on the day for Eric Lauer, but it's quite the blemish. Four runs on four hits, three home runs in the fourth inning, and the Marlins have a 4-1 lead. They add to that lead in the sixth inning. New pitcher into the game is Trevor Gott. Gives a buff base hit to Avisayo Garcia, who then steals second base after a walk to Sanchez. It's once again Brian Anderson at the plate. One, two. Ground ball, sharply hit the second. Oh, it eats up Luis Urias and goes into center field. Garcia's around third. He's going to score, and sliding into third is Sanchez. That was a tailor-made double play ball. No outs recorded, so that results in runners on at the corners. Next hitter, Miguel Rojas. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Ground ball past the glove of Rosso and down the left field line. Sanchez trots home. Racing around third is Anderson. He's headed for home. It's a two-run double for Miguel Rojas, and the Marlins lead it 7-1. That was it for Trevor Gott as Yandosa Gustave comes into the game, gets Jacob Stallings to ground out, and then Jazz at Chisholm Jr., a base hit, puts Miguel Rojas at third, and Chisholm was able to uh, move to second on that play on the throw. After a strikeout of Jesus Aguilar, Jorge Soler walks, and it brings up Garrett Cooper. Gustave's 2-2 pitch. Ground ball back up the middle. Adamas will field. Tossed to second, not in time. It is ruled a fielder's choice because they went to second, uh, but it results in uh, him getting aboard. Miguel Rojas scores, and a four-run sixth inning where a lot of things go wrong for the Brewers makes it an 8-1 game. The uh, Brewers would get back on the board. It would happen in the eighth inning when Hunter Renfro is at the plate. One-two, high fly ball, deep left field. Solaire going back, looking up, and that ball is way out of here for Hunter Renfro. Oh, my. Yeah, he hit that one a mile. It happened after a Luis Urias base hit earlier in the inning, so it was a two-run shot, a two-run inning for the Brewers in the eighth, and it makes it an 8-3 game. The Marlins do get one of those runs back in the bottom of the eighth inning. J.C. Mejia on to pitch for the crew. He walks at Jacob Stallings and then gives up the base hit to Chisholm, uh, but Chisholm's out at second on the throw. So uh, you did have a runner on at third. Uh, so runner on at third, and once again, it is Jesus Aguilar at the plate. 
1-2 pitch. Line drive left center field. This is going to plug the gap and roll all the way to the wall for Aguilar. Stallings trots home from third. Aguilar motors into second with an RBI double. It's 9-3 Marlins. And that's the final score in this one as the Marlins go to 15-18. The Brewers, they drop to 21-13. Winning totals for Miami, nine runs, 11 hits, no errors. They leave eight for the Brewers. Three runs, eight hits, two errors. They leave five. Winning pitcher Rodgers, he is 2-4. Lauer takes the loss, his first of the year, dropping to 3-1. Home runs in the contest. Aguilar, his fifth. Soler, his sixth. And Anderson, his second for the Marlins. While Willie Adamas hits his ninth. And Hunter Renfro also hits his ninth for the Brewers. The game lasting three hours and 30 minutes. Played in front of a crowd of 12,941 folks at Lone Depot Park in Miami. Brewers fall to the Marlins 9-3 rubber game of the match coming up tomorrow afternoon. We'll preview that. We'll get you some scores from around baseball, and we'll get out of here for the night. That's up next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. A 9-3 loss today for the Brewers in Miami. Series even at a game apiece. They'll wrap up the series and the three-city nine-game road trip coming up tomorrow afternoon. Here is your obscure, obscure stat of the evening, courtesy of our guy, baseball historian Doug Kern at DA Kern 74 on Twitter. Eric Lauer becomes the first Brewers pitcher to strike out seven or more, but also allow three home runs since he did it against Philadelphia in May of 2021. And here is the obscure part about this. He is the first player in Brewers history to do that twice. So maybe not a record that he is especially happy to have. Also, uh, Trevor got second Brewers pitcher ever to face four or more Marlins batters in a game and have all of them score. Mike Buddy did it back in May of 2002. So those are your Random notes from this game tonight. Brewers falling to Miami by a 9-3 score. Programming note as well before we get out of here. Tomorrow's game, a 12:41 first pitch, a 12:05 broadcast. You can hear that over on sister station, 94.5 ESPN, as the Bucks will be right here. Bucks playing game seven against the Celtics, looking to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, I'm sure you have heard throughout the course of the day, the watch party that the Bucks did have scheduled uh, for the Deer District for tomorrow is now not going to take place uh, due to the incident or the incidents of gun violence that occurred last night. Let's go around the NL Central and tell you what all happened today. The Cardinals, they pick up a win. They shut out the San Francisco Giants winning by a 4-0 score. Dakota Hudson made the start for St. Louis. Five scoreless innings gives up just five hits, two strikeouts, and two walks. Tommy Edmonds hits a home run for St. Louis, his fourth of the year. Pirates, they beat the Reds by a 3-1 score. For the Pirates, they had Zach Thompson on the mound. He went six strong innings, giving up just one hit, three strikeouts, and three walks. Old friend Daniel Vogelback, he hits a home run for the Buccos, his sixth home run of the season. Cubs and Diamondbacks in action right now in the desert. This game is even at one run apiece in the top of the ninth inning. Kyle Hendricks got the start for the Cubs, went five and two-thirds innings, allowing one run on five hits. Uh, the 
Cubs getting their one run courtesy of a Jan Gomes dinger, his second home run of the year. Around the Brewers minor league system, Low A Carolina, they fall short, losing at Fayetteville by an 8-6 score. High A Wisconsin gets back to 10 games above 500 at 21-11. and They win at Quad Cities by an 8-7 score. They score four runs in the top of the eighth uh, to double their run scoring output and eventually win that game. Double A Biloxi, big win tonight at home against Birmingham. They win by a 13-3 score. And Triple A Nashville goes to 23-11. They pick up a win at Jacksonville, winning by an 8-5 score. Brewers and Marlins are going to wrap up the series coming up tomorrow afternoon. It'll be Brandon Woodruff on the mound for the crew. Going to be interesting to see what he looks like tomorrow. It has felt like for Woodruff, it has been a slower start this year than normal. Has had some good appearances, but also has had some not-so-good appearances. And his ERA right now is an elevated 5.97. So he's almost at a 6 ERA with a 3-2 and two record. He's been getting run support this year, unlike last year. But he will be on the mound tomorrow for the the Brewers, while Eliezer Hernandez is set to make the start for Miami. The right-hander will come into tomorrow's game 2-2 two and two record and a 6.37 ERA. So a 5.97 ERA against a 6.37 ERA. Could be some runs scored tomorrow. 12.40 first pitch, 12.05 for the broadcast. Once again, 94.5 ESPN for tomorrow's game. And also, I'll be back with you after the game for Brewers Extra Innings. We'll talk to you tomorrow for more Brewers Baseball.